1: Check out heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
2: Oh, man. And we're back. Hello, everybody. We're here today in Seattle. I'm in Seattle. Neil's on the other end of the continent. Um, but, you know, we're back today for another day after show. Neil, how are you? I'm tired.
0: I stayed yeah. up for all of that. And, uh, you know, life goes on on the East Coast when you stay up till
2: three o'clock in the morning listening to Apparently. the story. <laughs> yeah. yeah not, yep. not everybody offsets their schedule uh, accordingly. You mean? Like, yeah. You know, you still have to get up in the morning. Yep. Things to
0: do. But here we are. <laughs> here uh, we are. We yeah. to talk about.
2: Yeah, Mr. You know, oh, there's a West Coast tour coming up, but thank God I can watch the webcast the next morning because there's no way I'm staying up this time. And lo and behold, you are not a man of your word.
0: Uh, well, so last night was a different story. <laughs> we don't need to go into specifics, but uh, I'm just talking I didn't generally. I tend to stay awake till three o'clock in the morning. That was something, man. And there was no way, no way I was walking away from that stream last night after the
3: second set started.
2: Yeah, so, it's, it's which true. We'll, we'll uh, we will cover, and we have a couple of great guests uh, who were also at the show last night. Um, we will bring them on in just a minute. But of course, before we get started, a quick word from our sponsor, who is Beekeepers Naturals. Powered by nature and obsessively tested, Beekeepers uses potent ingredients like propolis pollen and royal jelly and steers clear of added chemicals. In a day and age where we want to boost our immune system as much as possible, Beekeepers Naturals has many products, from lozenges to gut health supplements, to support us and tap into the magic of nature. Personally, I don't leave home without one of their propolis throat sprays, especially supportive when singing my heart out at a show, which obviously I was doing a lot of last night. Use code STORMSOUND at checkout for 20% off your order at beekeepersnaturals.com. So, shall we bring on our guests? Sure. So we now have, we have day after show veteran Mark Comito here and... Sean, I believe this is your first time on the pot. It is.
3: Thank you very Welcome. much. Welcome.
2: Yes. Welcome, both of you. Uh, how are you guys doing today? Great.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm tired, too. Like, Neil, I was up till three as well, Pacific time. So oh. <laughs> you <laughs> nice. went, out, we went out and, uh, yeah, I was with Superman, so we were out a little bit late.
4: <laughs> nice. nice. But uh,
3: got some much needed food at like two in the morning. So it was perfect to wake up to
4: my day was 27 hours to your 24 so uh i'll take the claim for most tired
3: (laughs) nice
2: (laughs) yeah early flight from the east coast yeah yeah well we're glad you made it out uh it was great to see you last night of course uh but let's uh let's set the scene here you know before we get to all the technical difficulties and timing and everything let's get into you know getting into the venue i um, not sure where you guys were, but Camito, go first, uh, you know, getting to the venue, getting in. If you want to talk a little bit about your day in Seattle yesterday, just the lead up yeah, to the I, show.
4: I, I got here at like uh, 11 o'clock in the morning, went <laughs> straight to the needle and to Pike place and watch them throw some salmon around and ate fish and chips and uh, went and met some friends online. One o'clock, two o'clock. Um, Community is always like, you know, we don't, I, I don't think we talk about it enough, but like those hours spent in line meeting people from all over the country and making friendships and relationships, like that's how all this stuff started, right? Mm. Um, so th- that, that makes these experiences pretty special. Getting into the venue is a piece of cake, super easy, West Coast chill, um, except they're trying to keep a, the rail on a, a, a strip down the center of the. Yeah, road. that was weird. And they said, we're just keeping this until showtime and then you can go. So we were saving all this space for them. I don't know. That was weird. But otherwise, everything was uh, delightful. Company was delightful. Super easy. Um, Vibes were high going in. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll leave it there for now.
2: We'll get get to that. Sean, what about you? Your experience getting to the venue? You know, you flew from Boise yesterday. Yeah. Had a noon flight.
3: Flew with Boise. uh, Flew over from Boise with my buddy, uh, Andrew, who lives in Boise. And he caught his first show. Um, Friday, Friday, yeah. Um, so we flew over together. I'm staying in an Airbnb, probably about a mile or so from the venue. So we came here, checked in. Oh, we went to get lunch first because we can get in, um, in uh, Capitol Hill. So not too far from the venue. I used to live in Seattle a long time ago, so I'm pretty familiar with it, but it's been almost 20 years. So, uh, so we just chilled, relaxed. We had like a little rooftop deck here, so we were chilling out. And then getting to the venue was simple. We just Ubered over, and we had VIP, so you know, got the got the poster. We got tickets, like and we got our seats. I came out to see you and your mom, so mm-hmm. that was fun. It was a good, it was a good way to hang out because we got in so early. Yeah, um, and that was a completely different experience than I had the night before when I was on the rail. Right.
2: Exactly. No, no kidding. And you know, I I was up in the balcony as well. It was nice, nice loge. I know Camino, you're, you're a big loge guy when you're not on the rail. Um, But uh, it was nice being up there after having, you know, worrying about like a GA venue, like with floor in Boise on Friday night. So it was nice. Like I have a seat so I can go around and talk to people and schmooze it up a little bit before the show and not worry about losing my space, uh, which was nice. Um, you know, my mom and I, we flew in from Boise. We, we got up a little bit earlier than you, uh, yesterday, Sean, uh, spent the day walking around the city. Also went to Pike place. Uh, it was lovely. Um, and then, you know, got to the venue, uh, just after doors walked in no line, smooth sailing, um, you know, said hi to a few people, of course, came down to see you on the floor. Um, but it was great. Yeah. As you said, vibes were high. Uh, especially, you know, Haps and Haps Jr. were up there too, and we talked about yesterday. You know, if Haps and Camito are in the same venue, the vibes are high. The vibes were high, incredibly high. We,
3: Haps had his kid with him. I didn't know that.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Oh nice. This is awesome. Yeah, Haps. Jr. Yeah, I want to say, I want to say, um, piggyback on marks on the community. Like, I'm pretty new to this whole scene. I, I haven't even known Goose for a year now. Um. Last night was show number eight, and just the people that I've met through this journey—all like of you guys um, and everyone else—so fun. Like I met the guy who was sitting next to me in the seats I bought for the show last night; they were his extra seats, right? And just Right. Met some other Twitter people that I didn't, you know, I hadn't really communicated what they looked like, so it was cool. Right. Vibes were definitely high, until.
4: Oh yeah. The- Wait, just to to continue that thought for a second. So, yeah. my, last night was actually my 50th show. And, I didn't uh, even know that. I saw your post this morning. Congratulations on 50. Yeah. And I don't know. I just felt like I wanted to put some effort into number 50. So like my next scheduled show is going to be peach fest. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to fly six hours and, you know, make it something special. It's nice. the community aspect. Like I flew out here alone. You know, my, my wife is back. Like I didn't come with any of my super close friends. Like I just came to do like a me goose community show. And, and I spent the, the night with uh, a couple from Anchorage that I actually saw my first show with in 2019 um, wow. or like a part of my story and getting me to that first show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we raged the rail that night in 2019 and we did it again for just the second time, you know, last night. And that was, uh, I don't know, like that, that was really special that I could fly out here alone and have those kind of relationships. Um, it's just special what we, what we do here.
2: Yeah. Amazing. That's awesome. Amazing. Well, let's dive into the show. We have a lot to talk about uh, about this show last night. Uh, you know, we I think we've set the scene very, very nicely here. Uh, but let's talk about you know this first set and kind of the PA issues. Of course, we've got Danger Zone, Animal, a lead up and a half, and uh, flow down. Um, you know, it, you could tell from the get go. They walked on stage. There was crackling coming out of the PA. Um, you know, they had to wait an extra couple of minutes before they started playing Danger Zone. Nice little push-up uh, display from Jeff and Navid. Um, you know, always cool to see them having fun up there. Um, but you know, first Danger Zone since June fifteenth, twenty twenty-one, which is hundred and forty-seven shows. Pretty, uh, pretty long gap on that one. You know, I was hoping maybe when when I heard that they had soundcheck Danger Zone, I was hoping maybe we'd be getting the full login suite last night. But you know, it'll, it'll come back. Why? The login suite, the login suite will come back. Um, but yeah. And then, and then, you know, they took a a little bit of a a break after danger zone, I think, uh, or it may have been after animal, but, uh, the PA started to crap out again during lead up, um, which, you know, led to the first break of the night. Um, and then they came back on played lead up again, still some issues. Um, and then through flow down where it started to really give out again. Um, but you know, then, then we had the longer break after that, but, why don't you start off? Like how are you feeling during these first few songs? So I
4: was flying ready to go, and from the first notes of Danger Zone, which you know, is like one of the covers I've been you know that I haven't seen yet, right? So that that was the first time played for me, right? And still I, I had a hard time getting excited about it because something felt off. I was in the second row center and i just my initial reaction um was even as they were playing that i was too close to the stage and i i wasn't getting sound from the pa
2: Uh
4: and i was kind of regretting my decision to be in the second row maybe it was one of those kind of rooms where you just need to be further back so as excited as i wanted to be about catching a cover you know that i haven't seen yet um something just felt a little off (laughs) It really did something felt a little off um and and that continued you know through you know you say it's a lead up and a half i i'd kind of rather forget that they played it at all because it's such a beautiful song but like rick standing 15 feet from me and belting lyrics that i can't hear you know and uh it, it was awkward at best um painful is probably a more accurate description um not not blame or anything, but like when you go to a concert and there's no sound, it's weird and awkward and it sucked. There we go. Uh we do have a report
2: coming in. Uh that the Borfs are up. Uh <laughs> the show is now on Bandcamp. Uh Peter has noted it as being a three set show, uh, which is very interesting. I guess you could call mm-hmm. that first little break a set break. Um I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. But you What's know third set. The third set would be the the big yeah, one. Starting with echo. Right. No, starting with Echo is the third set, so he has it uh, on Bandcamp noted as the first set uh, being Danger Zone Animal in the first lead-up, and then set two being lead-up Flowdown, and then set three being Echo through the end. Uh, so we'll so convene
0: the council... We'll convene the
2: council. The and committee. then
0: we will reach out to Peter to let him know he's wrong.
2: Yes. And also <laughs> official official timing. Of course, this does include crowd noise uh, on the front and back. But official timing on the Echo, 45 minutes and 24 seconds. So probably somewhere in the 44-ish range. Um, what if I call
4: that a one-set show? One and a half? No, one. I don't, I don't count anything. I I really I, like I don't I was I, when we were questioning, they were coming on the PA and saying we might have to reschedule this for Monday and the band is off the stage, but we don't see them doing anything um kind of wondering how they're going to troubleshoot this issue that they couldn't troubleshoot a couple times already. Mm-hmm. Asking, you know, saying we might have to reschedule this for Monday. Um there was kind of like no um, no confidence that they were going to come back at that point. Right. Um, so I, I, I was wondering in my mind if they rescheduled this for Monday, if I would have even counted those four songs as, as a show.
2: You never know. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's a good question to ponder, but Sean, your, your thoughts during this first, we're going to call it the first set here.
3: Um, yeah.
2: These first four songs where difficulties were abounding.
3: Uh, I'm gonna echo what Mark was saying. It just didn't feel right from the first note. You know, we—I was up in the balcony with you, um, and it just sounded thin. Like it mm-hmm. just didn't sound like the full. Um, so I was like, "All right, experience. what's going on?" And I hadn't heard "Danger Zone" either. I hadn't caught that. I've caught the other two logins actually mm-hmm. at my first show, so that was cool. Oh, nice. Um, but you know, I was like, "All right." It sounded okay, but it didn't sound right, you know? And then they... Animals seemed pretty good. Um, yeah, and then just, you know, lead up. Like, I agree. Like, they should have just... Th- that first set really didn't even happen in my mm-hmm. It Just... I was so... I was telling you, guys earlier, It was like, when they came out again, I was just, like, nervous. Like, is this going to happen the whole time? Like, I can't really enjoy the show like this. So... Um, yeah, so it was disappointing. And I yeah. had a buddy there, you know, and we... we Paid a lot of money for our VIP, and I was like, "This sucks." Like, yeah. What's happening
2: here? Well, you know, not to not to be a downer for like you know the whole pod here. Like, we're we're gonna get to, to being very excited about a lot <laughs> of stuff that happened <laughs> yeah. later. Yeah. In the show. Believe like,
0: it or not, but this yeah, was no, a good show. This
3: was a great <laughs>
4: show. Isn't it? Like,
2: right? Oh, it is part of it. I just like I'm not fan. used to I'm not used to spending so much time on the pod, being like, man, like yeah, and it was kind of like <laughs> sad, and like you know, we were like, what's going on, like. So I want to hear Neil's very different uh, couch tour experience. You know, I, I agree with both you guys, uh, you know, and Sean, like it, it felt off from the first notes. The sound wasn't full. It felt like kind of quiet, like it wasn't really filling the whole room. Um, you know, I, I didn't let that stop me. I still sang and danced very loudly to lead up as I do um, because it's an awesome song and, you know, power through the issues. But I, I felt that even during the long break, you know, people were like, kind of like and it is what it is like the crowd wasn't getting unruly didn't seem that people were like you know angry at all like it was uh we're gonna wait we're gonna see what happens um you know and so i think shout out to the whole crowd at the show last night for keeping it together nobody freaking out nobody you know getting unruly as i said like
4: it was more just like a collective like fuck
2: yeah you know because everyone (laughs) was so excited the energy was there last night as we've said vibes were high so it was like a you know, are we about to lose this night of goose? Luckily we didn't. But Neil, I want to hear your couch tour uh experience throughout this whole yeah. Game. So
0: I caught on a little late, so I still haven't gone back and listened to the logins. I probably won't. I I, I don't know, maybe I will. <laughs> a danger zone but, is a you danger know, zone. Seeing that on the set list, that's exciting, right? Like it, it, it makes a statement because the last time this was played was a pretty special show. Yes. Um, Also, Sound Troubles at that show show. Yeah, you should go check out uh, Was it
2: 615?
0: Yeah, 615-21 And they played a couple pretty good tunes At that show, but uh, they also had Sound Trouble at that one, we were trying to watch it on the live stream Because there was only like a few hundred people There at that one, that was still Mm -hmm. kind of pandemic Drive-in show stuff But so, in any case That being on the set list says To me from the band that like we're going to go out here And and rip it up and, And absolutely crush it Obviously, all the things that you guys are talking about happened uh, and got in the way of that. But, you know, I heard two really good lead-ups last night. You guys only heard one.
3: Right. But, like, <laughs> I heard the, the, uh,
0: the lead-up on the the stream, the first one, sounded great. It sounded really, really good. And so yeah. we got two of those. And, you know, a good goose so moment. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm glad people got to enjoy two lead-ups in a row, uh, you know, being able to hear it properly. I was like, yeah. I was, you know, I was like, play it again, like.
3: <laughs> What's so- Neil? What solo was better, first or second one? Ooh, uh, both. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I
3: haven't right listened that closely, that closely.
2: As we said, every lead up is the best lead up since the last <laughs> lead up until the next lead up, unless you were in the room
4: last night. Yeah, not counting last night. Not, yeah. not counting,
2: not, ca- not counting last night. Well, then we had a set break, and then you know we had the announcement about a possible postponement to Monday, and then you know my mom and I were immediately like, okay, like strategizing like okay if they postpone it to monday we need to call the hotel we need to call the rental car company we need to call our hotel in eugene like change the change all these bookings whatever so i'm glad uh you know we didn't have to do that and they were able to solve it but they come back on it's around 9 30 they're like all right you know we've gotten a curfew extended basically like we're just gonna i think peter just said we're just gonna let it rip
4: we're yeah we're gonna rip it we're just gonna
2: rip it And rip it, they did. They did. Um, I think we're going to spend the next 20 minutes or so at least talking about this echo, probably, uh, knowing how we like to talk on this podcast. Um, But I'd like to go about this kind of, you know, in in sections, much as the jam does. Like, you know, we each kind of give our thoughts on each kind of segment of the jam, if you will. Um, Not sure how you guys feel about that. But to me, they came into this echo with purpose, of course, right? They're coming back, you know. We're still not sure if or how long the PA is going to last. Uh, you know, if it's, if it's going to crap out in another five minutes or 10 or whatever. Um, but you could immediately tell when they came back on for echo, the sound was there. It was full. The, the room was the filled. With all night,
4: The sound was full.
2: Yeah. It was amazing. Uh, and they rip into the echo. There's purpose within a few minutes. They're already departing echo. Uh, you know, just this uplifting major key jam uh, that they get into. And that immediately felt like catharsis. It was like we're, you're gonna you're gonna lift your arms up. You're gonna celebrate the fact that like fuck yeah, we're we're on stage right now and the show's happening. Like it just it felt amazing to me uh, right out of the gate there. Uh, but Sean, what were your thoughts on the beginning uh, of the second set here, the the echo and the first part of the jam?
3: Oh, uh, unbelievable! I mean, the son, like you said, the sound was back. Yeah. Right? yeah. So uh and i was just excited to get an echo It was only the second one for me so um yeah i just was like i was still a little apprehensive though like something was gonna go wrong mm-hmm. um but that went away pretty fast yeah um, and I, I don't think i I've, I've, I've watched it again this morning i don't know i don't think i can break it down into those five DMS that you have but it was just it was amazing I mean, they they went all over the place right mm-hmm. there was like trippy spacey almost dawn type stuff in there and at the end was like the evil dark you know it was it had a little bit of everything had to it was freaking 45 minutes (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) you know what did you guys even like i didn't even realize it was that long while i was there i was just in i i had kind of figured like i
2: i looked at around the 30 minute mark and i was like holy shit this has been half an hour and then i didn't look again until after the jam was over and i was like oh that was the longest jam they've ever played um which was crazy. But Kamita, what was, what was, you know, the beginning of the second set echo first part of it for you?
4: So I have have a couple of thoughts, you know, one, as a, also like voracious sports fan, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily so much fun to just go and watch your team win six, nothing every time, you know, when the game's one, nothing, two, nothing, six, nothing, like, cool. You got to win. You got to experience some lows in order to really feel the highs. Right. Right. And goose wins six, nothing, basically every fucking show. And last night, they, you know, having faced that adversity, there was a different, um, there was just, a. don't remember ever suffering at a goose show, even, you know, the tornado warning in Frederick, Maryland, feel like this, it was just, this just felt hopeless and despondent and the wind was totally taken out of our sails and in that first set or the second set as peter called it too like it, it was just flat and from the first notes of that echo it was clear that whatever they did while we didn't see them that it was better now and within nine minutes we were even money you know yeah uh, <laughs> i guess sports <laughs> yeah sports
2: is when it so yeah thank you vickers for pointing out that um, six so, so, so
4: we, we were on even money immediately and um Almost higher than we were before because of the lows we experienced. Like yeah, I flew across the country and I'm wondering if now I'm only going to get one show and if this is even going to count for my stats and like this is like this is terrible. And put to bed. Listen, instantly. counting for stats is an important issue.
2: We all know this is this is what really matters here. If
4: I if we saw those four songs and I went home, I really don't want to count that. I know technically it probably would have, but oh, I, I wouldn't have wanted to. That would have been a really shitty number 50. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Instead, I got a luckily, really luckily,
2: luckily, they redeemed it. Uh, Neil, how are you feeling on the couch uh, when they came back out for the Echo and started started going?
0: Well, I mean, like, I, I think at this point, nobody knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Right? And it, it felt to me, and I think the Settlers later confirmed this, that they just kind of pulled this one right out of a hat. And it did feel like Frederick. Uh, mark that you brought up where like they came out and just ripped right out of the gate what was it like bob don arrow at Frederick? arrow bob right don, yeah, gate. like 27 yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: minute uh, incredible arrow like huge yeah, distinct yeah. jamming style shift yeah. for the time like
0: yeah yeah no and it was amazing and I, I think that was what happened here they just kind of they they pulled that echo right out of a hat and they said let's just absolutely go with it and you know <laughs> we, we got what we got and uh it was, uh, it was pretty good. Excuse yeah. my son uh, in the background, coughing his brains out. Uh, <laughs>
3: better Trace not be COVID, Neil. In the, <laughs> like
4: the necessity to put your mind, like to turn your mind off. Yeah. You know, to let a jam like that happen. And Bruce's ability to kind of turn off the negativity of everything that happened before. And like, even Sam came onto the stage at one point during the echo. And I think Peter was maybe having a problem with his in-ear I, I think the, the battery died in his. And, in his and, and Sam went to battery. offer him a new one. And Peter was like, nah, like, like the echo yeah. was just starting to take off. And Peter was like, I don't care. I don't care. Like go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they, I can hear the drums it. and
2: myself, like <laughs> who cares? Yeah. They, yeah they were, it was good. They it, after that first amazing peak, it's like, all right, you know, we're going like, where are we going from here?
4: Right into the funk hard clav. clav tweet. I was thinking it in my head. Did you actually tweet it? Of course, I what do you
2: take me for? Of course, I tweeted it nowadays. There's
0: like five tweets, there's like maybe Ryan's tweet comes first, and like a few other people doing the clav tweet anyway. Yeah, so listen, Jeff had one the place. other day.
2: So Jeff had one of his own. It's, yep, it's a thing, it's catching on. Um, but yeah, th- this was this was an amazing section,
4: section just so so funky. I love the way Rick cued it up with his guitar too. Kind of like patiently, uh, I I don't know from his pedals, but just patiently handed, you know, a a, a nice gentle solo over to, you know, that Peter ran with on the clav became a huge thematic section. And and it
2: felt like another one of those jams that they've been doing this tour where, you know, usually we get a, a Rick led jam or a Peter led jam. This section especially felt to me like they're just improvising together. You know, Rick, Peter, Trevor, are you know they're all melodically interacting with each other and they're all playing off of each other. You know, Rick and Peter and Trevor and Peter, like all basically the three of them. As I said, the interplay between the three of them in this section was absolutely incredible. Uh, hearing that, and of course the drummers still like just locking in on this on this groove. Um, it was it was so cool. Sean, how are you feeling during the funk?
4: Dude,
3: just.
2: It all in it was just,
3: it was i just could you know this is amazing i yeah. don't know what else to say i don't get as technical as you guys but i yeah i just they're so talented and yeah. and just just i was in the groove like i got rid of the we're gonna hopefully stop talking about the shitty first set like i but i was like out of that fear right Once right, they got going yeah by um, this point in
2: the jam it was like yeah. okay
3: yeah, and I guess maybe I haven't been doing this long enough, but I wasn't like paying attention to the time. That's why I was like I had no clue it was that long. I was. Just I just pay it.
2: attention to the time because I'm a nerd.
3: Well, that's <laughs> fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still learning. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just you know, and again with my buddy who's second Goose Show, and he's catching all these great tunes. You know,
2: mm-hmm. it's just amazing. Yeah, Neil, how are you feeling here?
3: Yeah, I mean, anytime that you have tre-
0: Trevor asserting musical ideas. Uh, good things happen. And that's what you have in this section right here. And I think what you're talking about, Ryan, is just them listening to each other, mm-hmm. right? So it's not like just Rick playing a solo. I think that's like traditionally, you know, like way back in 2019, like a valid criticism of the band, which is like, ah, the dude just gets up there and like rips off solos. Now that's not completely true. But, you know, I think nowadays, the this kind of jamming where like, it's not just like people ripping off solos. It is them listening to each other people asserting ideas, people picking up on those ideas and developing them. And that's what this is right here. And then it gets, you know, even
4: crazier as we go on with the the jam. Uh, I think the theme, you know, Brian, piggybacking what both of you saying, the the theme that we're seeing in 2023 is that there are three guys on the front of the stage, not just one. Yeah. No. And those, those jams are coming from everywhere. Um, and, and they've always come from Rick and a little bit from Peter, you know, and, you know, it, it, it was, you know, maybe 80, 15 and five, you know, and now it feels like 40, 30 and 30. And that's made everybody better.
3: Yeah, man. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like Trevor's sound has just been monstrous this entire spring tour. It's sounds You're big T. good. Yeah, totally. He's You're a big T. And he is. He's leading. He's leading jams. It's, yeah. it's, it's interesting. That Absolutely.
2: Really yeah, Ryan, great point as well. Ryan Molnar, a lot more patience this year too. And we see that in the next section. They move from the funk. And it's like, all right, we're not done. We're moving on to this next idea, which, you know, Rick leads them into this. It's like the cross-eyed yeah. intro jam, that two-chord beautiful Reba-ish, if you will. Um, just beautiful. I not hear any of that either, Neil. <laughs> I know. If someone was going to say it. I figured I'd get ahead of it. Neil, you're usually the one that I'll tell you what up. I did
4: hear. I did hear a lot of Dawn. Yes. Yeah.
2: Also that it's, it's the combination of the synth and the vintage vibe and a very similar kind of uplifting motifs that they were in. Um, you know, I, I was listening back this morning and I thought maybe Peter had teased the, the dawn a little bit in there. He did not. Uh, it was, it was a close uh, CCP, but um, this was just like, you know, it, it was just again, another arms raised, you know, just like, happy joy moment hearing the vintage vibe like this it sounds so so incredible um and just yeah just 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 wow sean how are you feeling during this part yeah I
3: think that was my that was my favorite part of the jam the the Cynthia spacey a la dawn from SOS I mean mm-hmm. with Peter on the kind of dreamy trippy keys I think that's the part that you're talking about. Um, yes yeah again just in the moment you know mm-hmm. Phone down, what is it? Phone Phone down, down, eyes eyes up, heart open. Yeah, I did have shoes on though. Oh, (laughs) that, you know, yeah, that was probably my favorite part of the jam. Um, Probably because I love SOS Don so much that, you know, it took me there a little bit. So Mm -hmm.
4: Um,
3: fantastic. Fantastic. Fantastic.
2: Kamito, over to you for this part.
4: Yeah, eyes closed, blissed out, like towel on your head or scarf on your head. Scarf, yeah um just completely and this is the last time i'll mention it after having overcome the adversity already now we're about 25 minutes in and felt like we're already playing with house money right right? like nothing that happened before was done and now it's like wow this is gonna be one of those fucking shows yeah and it, it, it already was just and we weren't even halfway through this echo yet Right you know, yeah, this and, this hit and,
2: around like the 20 minute mark or
4: so, or just yeah, and, and this was already like completely blissed out, uh mind left body, you know, uh, we we were locked in with them. For not sure. as in a, just for the record, not as in a mind left body. No, 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 no,
2: no, Like no, your mind, mind leaving your body. Yes. Just want to specify that they don't get you know, in, in,
4: in a similar way that the musicians need to shut their minds and enable the music to come through them. Like yeah. channel it rather than, you know, work at it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the crowd can achieve that state too. And it, it was uh, right about this point, you know, that we we were, we were locked in right with them.
0: Yeah.
2: Amazing, amazing, Neil. How are you, you know, feeling here?
0: Beautiful section here, and this is like a pretty cool one because you you juxtapose this with what comes after, and it's just a, this amazing kind of two sides of of the the goose jamming thing. And in fact, you get like a whole tour, right, of all the different styles of jamming right. that goose does. You yeah, get, you get the funk, you get the bliss, you get the darkness. Um, so yeah, dude. and you get the little
4: so space.
3: Good. Yeah,
4: it, they could have cut the echo either right after the bliss and before the darkness, or right after the darkness and before the next segment, or yeah, put or, or right after
2: that that first bliss jam. It could have been our solid eight or nine minute echo, and we would have been like, "All right, we're
4: in. Like, let's go." And then, you
2: know, and then from going. a
4: psychological standpoint, Echo has become so reliable for them, right? Yeah, like, like the the Philly Echo um so this was the only song that they played last night not on the set list and after trying lead up and then trying lead up again it was interesting that this was what they ad-libbed with to come back play something not on the list do something different and perhaps allow themselves to get in that headspace where they could just lose themselves in the music and be in the moment yeah Amazing. i didn't know this wasn't
3: on the set list that was just a total,
2: total audible oh yeah. wow, yep. wow. It was the only audible yeah, everything else last night was on the set list. So interesting uh, to see that. So then after this this bliss segment, um, you know, where Peter's it was cool watching Peter uh during points of this segment too because he was doing um you know some stuff on his Nord synth and then turning around and doing something on the Prophet and then turning back around all while still playing vintage vibe. Um, and playing the guitar with his left foot. That was that was later in the jam. Um yeah. but well, that part I yeah. didn't see. I gotta That hear that, that, that part was nuts. Um, but yeah, so after, after this Bliss segment, we get nice few minutes of the transitional space. You know, Are they going to keep going? Are they going to end the jam? Very pretty stuff. Peter using that like um, the piano with the vibes um, is called it. Not the marimba one. It's the, the, the vibes piano is the name of the patch on the Nord, um, as we learned recently. Um, but th- this, this space was very nice, of course, uh, really lovely. And then there's that moment, if you're listening, Peter hits a low thing on the profit that starts like a uh, like coming in and then Rick switches up what he's doing to start into that evil zone and it's on, it's on from there. And it's, that's like the end of the Philly echo that kind of just like evil build. But this one is much better in my opinion. Um, You know, we get the same thing where Peter's like, Oh, my guitar's over there and I can make weird noises with it. Uh, But this time instead of tapping the fretboard, uh, he like you know just scrapes his left foot along the strings uh, which like I you know I saw that happening I was like like what in the like the world you know he's playing clav and piano and just like looking down to his left and it's like you know playing with pedals and turning on delays and making all sorts of crazy noises in the background um, as this just like builds and builds and builds and builds it was it was Insane, probably my favorite part of the jam. Um, Yes, yeah, some say foot Dini. Um, some do say that. Um, But let, let's go to the couch first for this one. Neil, how were you feeling during this, this build?
0: Well, so this is like when I really realized that this wasn't going to be just another long jam that mm-hmm. doesn't have kind of amazing jam sections to it. We've had a couple of those this year. You know, Philly Bourne comes to mind where they played quite a long time and didn't really find anything cool. And they did find it here. And that is when I was like, all right, this is, this is really, really good. And yeah, man, there's not much more I can say about it than what you said. So pretty great.
3: There we go. Sean, over to you. Yeah. I mean, same. It's, I love the dark jam. I love, love the sound that Rick gets out as a guitar player. I'm still wondering what pedal he's even using for that. Um, (laughs) Seriously, uh maybe you can tell me
0: <laughs> when you do that. I don't record. know yet. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um yeah, just that's uh I like, you know, again being a year in like there wasn't there wasn't a lot of dark evil goose when I first started listening older stuff mm-hmm. like 2019. So that seems to be more in the last year and that's when I've been listening. So I like it. It's definitely something different. Uh, yeah. And they went all over the
4: place last night. So Amazing I was hanging out with a couple of 16 year old girls who saw Goose, it was their second time seeing Goose. And the first time was at the Thing Festival a year ago (laughs) where they started, they saw the first song and they kind of walked away thinking this indie band sucks. Their their songs have no words, you know? And then they kind of realized they were jam band and came back and got into the experience. So last night I was trying to like coach them through. Like at this point I was like, so this is the same song that started 35 minutes ago, and that's actually a really fucking good thing. Like we're we're good right here. Yeah. And uh, they 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 were all blissed out too. It was it was uh, we we really got every, every. you said it, Neil. Every type of goose jamming we got in one of these segments over the course of these 45 minutes. And uh, mm-hmm. we don't get enough dark goose. This was this was an, a, a nice pop. Yes. And then that final build, you could feel it coming. Well, the darkness made, makes the light shine brighter, doesn't it's it? It's true. It's true. And finally
2: releasing the tension, they were building up for like like seven or something, like a really long build. It was coming for a long time. When they finally released that energy, it's like again another arms in the air, you know, just pure joy moment uh, as they return to the song and finish it off, and just like you know, I I was it, it was it was a little schwitzy in there last night. Um, I, I I felt like I felt like you at the end of this echo. I was like, is it like is this what Camino's like at every show? Like this sweaty. Um, so I, I will be wearing shorts tonight, uh, because it it was, it was warm in there. Um, but you know, what a way to end off the 45 minutes.
4: They say there are three parts to a magic trick, the Mm. pledge, the turn and the prestige, right? During the pledge, you say what you're going to do during the turn, you distract everybody, but anybody could make something disappear. The trick is in bringing it back. Right? So 45 minutes later, how they so perfectly. And seamlessly brought it back to that harmonizing chorus. Whoa! Yeah, I mean, it was just total arms
2: up, like
4: let's go. Yeah.
2: And the the energy in there when they you know after they finished the song it was just like people were people were losing it. Like whether whether you thought that jam was twenty minutes long, whether you knew that it was forty five minutes long, like everyone was so excited about what had just happened. Um, like just just what what an amazing moment you know again overcoming that adversity from earlier and just just laying it out there and having an amazing time
4: first song back they made their own history right like you can't can't overcome adversity any better than that
2: yeah well let's let's get into uh some of the rest of this set here uh you know now was oh, more songs? To- oh i know right it's like yeah they, they could have walked off after that and it's like all right like worth the price of admission that that would have been a good Show number fifty, if they had walked off after that. Like well, that that would have been like Frederick. It was the arrow, Bob Don Done. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So after this Echo, we get the Earthling, Western Sun, Sleepwalk. Um, you know, just at this point, I'm I'm kind of figuring, like, okay, we're gonna get high energy, quicker hits of songs. Like, I I wasn't expecting anything else huge to happen in the set. And I was like, they're just gonna be having fun up there, you know. They played Echo for 45 minutes. Now they're just going to hit us with a bunch of bangers um, and bangers. They hit us with, uh, you know, Earthling was fun. The crowd went crazy at the beginning of Earthling. Like people were very, very excited to hear this one. Uh, you know, more clav, more great funk, um, you know, a Western sun, always so amazing to hear. Um, and then Sleepwalk, uh, which I didn't recognize uh, right away i was excited to hear this uh you know my first time first one since twelve thirty one twenty one, which is a 111 show bust out uh but this this was you know set continuing strong sean how are you feeling during these three songs
3: well the after echo i got like five first time played songs for me so, <laughs> nice <laughs> including earthling so that was number one so that was i went crazy um Western sign, I love, and hadn't caught that one before. Um, Sleepwalk, obviously, hadn't seen that, um, and then Arrow. I've been chasing Arrow since day one, so that made my night. With oh. Hollywood Nights in there, it was yeah. like I was so excited. Amazing. I was having the time of my life through all that stuff. Amazing. Amazing, and then feeling now. Come on,
2: well, we're not just, we're not there yet. You're, well, you're I'm going around the list. You're, you're <laughs> the spider. I love it. I'm ahead of the game.
3: It. I'm new at this. Sorry. I love it. Um, All good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Kamito, how song. are you
4: feeling during uh, the Earthling Western Sun sleepwalk? Awesome. Earthling is officially the second song I've ever gone to the bathroom during. Uh, what, during what was the first, first. first? Honeybee. Ah. Honeybee at the Capitol Theater. And <laughs> now uh, Earthling at the Paramount. It, like the breaks were awkward. And even though we had room on the floor, like it was a little, I was going to like, you know, channel my inner camel and just not pee for four hours. And that. Uh, <laughs> That became an impossibility once the Earthling came around. So yeah. my second ever pee break during a goose show, um, but it was actually cool to move around the room, you know, dance by the soundboard a little bit, um, taking a different vantage point. Western Sun is always cathartic. I could listen to that, you know, all the time. It just it's like kind of watching this, the arc of my life, you know, in, in, in one in one ballad um and then sleepwalk i have (laughs) sleepwalk um i understand rick's for those people who don't know uh rick's father passed away when he was a senior in high school and yesterday was his birthday and sleepwalk was played for rick's father's birthday so if you heard a little extra something in his guitar that's what you heard Mm.
2: wow yeah neil how was this uh how was this stretch from the couch
0: I mean, all good stuff, right? I I was surprised that actually when they started playing Earthling, I thought we were going to get yet another completely jammed out version of Earthling, which Mm -hmm. didn't happen. And that's okay because the song is great and it is fun to dance to. And you saw that in the crowd there. I think there are haters of the song out there. I think the numbers are dwindling at this point. They have to be. Listen, uh, soon it's it, just
2: going to be Jive Goose on an island by himself,
0: by himself, just like just scowling, you know, arms crossed, scowling <laughs> while we're
2: all having a good time.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, and for the record, I, I've been you know a supporter of this song since the Conduction days. Still killer, always killer. It's a fun song, fits anywhere in a set. It's good, and then of course you get uh, Western Sun after that. Which I mean, you're lucky if you're at a show and they play Western Sun. You're lucky. Doesn't matter if they jam it it's an amazing an amazing song um just so you can like have that moment of you know the the go everywhere feel everything you're
4: dreaming big feeling tall yeah Mm -hmm. man
0: you just like soak that in i always just kind of like when i hear that at a show i'm just kind of in my own space and like taking in those lyrics because they're amazing yeah amazing lyrics and then sleepwalk good thing somebody knew what it was uh i had your back on that ryan <laughs> and uh it was just funny. Like I think the reason why I know Sleepwalk right away is that it appears throughout the movie Twelve Monkeys, which was like a a movie with Bruce Willis in the 90s. Anybody remember 12 Monkeys? In any case, that Sleepwalk comes up throughout that whole entire movie. And it's immediately the first thing I think of every time I hear those notes. But uh but like yeah, awesome rarity there. If you're the kind of person who chases songs at goose shows, case chases covers. That's a pretty amazing one. And then it turns out there's a pretty amazing story behind it, Mark, which I didn't know until
2: just this very moment. Yeah, I just found that out a couple hours ago. Mm-hmm. That's that's very nice. After Sleepwalk, uh, we are treated to another thatch, uh, which last night was my sixth thatch. Um, I am <laughs> nowhere close to getting tired of it. Um, this is also the, the fifth thatch in a row that has been played on a three show gap. Um, Five versions in a row. So plan your fantasy goose picks um, for uh, what is Eugene or San Francisco night one. I, I'm,
4: how many all-time thatches is
2: that? How many all-time thatches? And, I believe it's at 12 right now. I, I believe I'm in the 50% club. Yeah. How, how, 12, many 12 of them have, how
4: many of them have gone type two? Three? Four? Three, I think. This I don't one know if decidedly I did. did in its short time span. Did. They, they made a lot of 12 minutes. Oh, come on, dude. I mean, listen – Thatch
2: fucks. Like I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to diminish this one at all. Like I, I was so happy to hear it again. I, I dance very hard, of course. I um, mean my, my bar,
4: I'm not a musician like you, but my bar is if I forget what they're playing while they're playing it because it's unrecognizable to me. Yeah. That's fair. By by that bar, Thatch left the building last night. There we go. All right.
2: More funk, more dance party. Like, man, just just so good, Sean. How did are we you talk feeling about today? Arrow Hollywood Nights at all? That's after Thatch, uh, it's coming next. That's coming next. See, so did that go type two because you didn't remember where in the set list it was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sean? How are you feeling about Thatch? You are muted.
3: <laughs> Sorry, yeah, uh, Thatch was good. That was number two for me to see. Um, and it, it was, uh, I mean, I love that song, you can't go wrong with it, in my opinion. Funky.
0: Yes. You
3: know, I'm a guitar player. So that that immediate riff is just like, oh, what is this? Yeah. So amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm.
2: Neil, you got anything on Thatch?
3: Uh, I, I
0: don't have anything that I haven't already said about it thatch fucks. like a hundred times. It <laughs> fucks. It it's,
1: fucks.
0: I think that's how we address Thatch that on fucks. every day after show. We just kind of say, yep, yeah, it fucks. And then you move on um, yeah. because you really can't say anything more about it than what we've already said. It's an amazing song. This one was especially spicy. It was a good one. Um, Extra
2: mustard, if you will.
0: Yeah, man. It was pretty good. And I can't wait to go back and check that out again. I actually have not yet re-listened to this thatch in the moment.
2: (sighs) Well, good thing the boards
0: are up. I know. It's exciting stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then after the thatch, we get the Arrow Hollywood Nice Arrow. This is the second time I've seen them play this sandwich. Uh, You know, first time being back at uh, Mohegan Taboos in November. Um, You know, this was a lot of fun um this was you know it it was it was so much fun i feel like it wasn't as expected uh, or sorry it wasn't as unexpected as the as it came in mohegan obviously that one was a four and a half year bust out of the song you know they've been putting hollywood nights in more regular rotations since which i absolutely love it's an amazing cover to come out of a jam like this um and it's just an amazing cover um you know it sounds amazing the crowd goes nuts for it uh, shout out to uh, Captain Incredible, Jeff, uh, friend of the pod, who absolutely loves this song um, and threatened to take his shirt off during the New Year's shows If uh, this happened. Um, I have a feeling with the temperature in there and the energy level that his shirt would have come off if they had played, if he had been there uh, last night. But uh, this was just this was just so much fun. You know, great vintage vibe work from Peter once again in the Aero Jam before the segue. Uh, but this this was fun uh sean arrow hollywood yeah Night.
3: i mean like i said like when i said it earlier like i've been chasing arrow since like day one so mm-hmm. i was so excited to hear that and i love hollywood nights i mean i knew that the original song growing up so um and they do an amazing cover of that like mm-hmm. it's so good with the jam this guitar and they, you're right like i love it it's an easy like segment and you come into that cover out of another jam it just works so uh, I was I was in heaven, man. It was a blast.
4: Got it, Camito. What about you? Arrow always, always does its thing. Hollywood Nights is really developed. I, I think in the, I think when they played it, I thought the Mohegan version was really strong, but there were a couple after that where I thought like Rick didn't sell out lyrically as much as I would like him to, you know, on like certain parts of the song, and he's really like. Stepped into that, you know, the last couple of versions, you know, the one in Philly and uh, was the one in Philly the one before this? I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, they, yeah, no,
2: maybe, no, it was not. Uh, they, they, they played it, uh, the Ryman and Minnesota and Cleveland. They didn't play it in Philly. Uh, you're thinking of the cap, maybe, maybe,
4: my bad. Um, <laughs> but it, really, really strong lyrically. The anything that the crowd gets behind, you know, like Neil, you're kind of like thumb in your nose at like danger zone a little bit, but like crowd gets behind it and songs like that just raise the collective energy. And I'm into anything, you know, that does that. And, and, and it, it worked again last night, you know, to a T and then, you know, again, not as unexpected as when they did it during Taboo tour, but bringing the arrow back at the end is really just, you know, a, a nice touch to make it a, a little more special than not doing that.
0: So for the record, I was thumbing my nose at the logins suite. Okay, uh, nobody needs a suite of logins ever at a show. Why not? And I will <laughs> die on that hill uh, well, because you go there to see the band and you want to listen fun. to them do what they do, and then you get like 15 minutes of logins. That's that's what you do when you go to a logins concert. That's what you want. <laughs> you don't want that when you go to see Goose. Uh, at least me. I, hey, I like I like Danger Zone, but uh, three login songs in a row don't think i'd be wishing for that i mean maybe it's fun in the moment I, I mean if you're there i'm sure it's great you know mustang sally with jimmy fallon awesome in the moment no one's going back to listen to that true um so but in any case yeah it's uh i love I, I love this and i love it for a couple of reasons mainly that arrow as a sandwich song is great There are like other sandwiches out there. Like when you get a Matavon sandwich, it doesn't always work. And then you're kind of bummed out because like you didn't get a good Matavon. like second night of Montana 21 is a good example. Yeah. That Matavon, Dr. My Eyes, Matavon, you were like, ah, cool. But like, where's the fucking Matavon? you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But this one is, is great. And, you know, Hollywood Nights, killer song inside of an arrow that can you know, tend to retread some of the same ground over and over and kind of get a little boring. But it totally kills a sandwich song. Awesome. Absolutely awesome.
2: Astute, very astute observations. <laughs> yeah. Great, great comparison. Uh, then the set closes with feel it now. We were feeling it now. Um, you know, I just, th- th- this song is great. Uh, I I got nothing else to say about it fun i do,
4: like i like facts you, you talked about like those opening guitar riffs sean right like, yeah from the first time they played that opening guitar rift on taboos tour like you just knew that this was a song that you were immediately into like mm-hmm. yeah. if, if you can catch the listener you know on a first listen in the opening progression that's good songwriting and this yeah. song has a big hook um we, we felt it when they played it the first time at the capitol theater and every time since Like it, it slaps, man. It's it's everything that I think Goose is. Like there's a little '80s in there. There's a little cheese in there. There's a little synth in there. It hits hard. The band sells out. We sell out. It's a more more of this in the catalog, you know. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, as they continue to grow their catalog, Uh, grow it with songs like this, and we're all winning.
3: Love it. '70s. Funky, cool stuff. Just loved it. Amazing. Spotlight on Jeb.
0: Right? What? That's the best oh. part of the song. You get the yes. spotlight on Chip. Yes. You know, you get you
2: get Playing not a, per, a percussion solo, but you get something. Very, very central to the song. Yeah, very. they're all bongos. Yeah, yeah, they're all bongos. Yeah. And then the encore. You know, I, I've talked about these two songs being paired together, 726 and Dripfield. I feel like they show up together a lot and this just seemed like an incredible encore pairing right here come up for 726 just beautiful gorgeous and then there's that certain note that they hit on that like spacey intro to drip field peter starts doing that reverse delay guitar stuff and you know very quickly like oh this is going to be drip field uh there, there was a funny moment you know before jeff hit the the button to start like his like you know the the synth loop thing that goes through a drip field uh you know rick kind of looked back at him to cue it and jeff was sitting there like like waiting for a second and then it was just it was, it was funny to see uh you know that that moment but you know and then and then Dripfield, just incredible way to close the show shout out to getty um you know utilizing that like the the dark light uh, that i've talked a little bit about over the past week he's been using a bunch of where he like kind of doesn't utilize the main lights as much, but uses like those vertical panels behind the band um, to like, kind of just like shoot beams out into the audience. Um, Feels like you're more in space, really, really cool stuff. Um, But just an incredible way, incredible way to close the show. Uh, Sean, encore.
3: Encore. I mean, I think I caught 726 and Drip together in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I would say they did that. Well, not an encore, but um, so after... 76 is amazing. Um, very emotional song for me. Uh, probably one of those, song- like, Western song. Uh, I'm not ashamed to admit I was crying <laughs> in that song. Very emotional. I know it's emotional for, for Rick. but um, I was just loving it. And then to have a second song in the encore and it being filled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was my second Dripfield. It was the lights. Everything, just the tribal feel in the beginning. I love that song. Uh, I taught, really that right. was one of the first song. Uh, I saw that when the first time I saw Goose on the first live stream, and I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, this so. is, this <laughs> is <laughs> yeah. when I was with Chopin Alley almost a year ago watching. it, I was like, "What is this band?" So I love that song, that was a great way to end it. I mean, mm-hmm. what a night! What a night! Amazing, Camila. What about you?
2: Seventeen. Uh, it,
4: it was really a perfect encore. There, there were. I, I think it's significant that they, you know, if, the, if they just played 726, it wouldn't have been enough and it would have left what was really an, an unbelievable recovery at a monster show. I think it would have left it feeling just a little bit shy of the mark. Um, pairing it up with that drip field, which is definitively, my essay will soon be coming out of top five goose songs, and dripfield is a top five goose song. Mm. Um, it'll be in my essay, and uh, I look forward to reading. it. yeah, I look forward to writing it <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's and again, to go back to these like sixteen year old girls like who who are looking for an indie band like you stumble across dripfield and you know you found the next cool thing you mm-hmm. know to see that song live, I think that just speaks absolutely everybody so enigmatic in its message, you know, like the lyrics are puzzling. They mean everything and nothing. Um, It's just, uh, I I think it's one of goose's best pieces of art. Um, And to, to finish off what Peter calls a third set, but I call last night's only set, you know, as a two and a half hour. um, Behemoth. Yeah. Uh, is that what it was two and a half hours
3: two and a half hours
4: that, they came out at 9 32 and played yeah it's like 11 58
2: yeah that like that. That, so, that set plus encore is longer than some of like the you know the the drive-ins or like the you know early curfew shows that we've seen over the last yeah couple of years. that, that like
4: set plus encore was like 226 or 227 yeah something like that just straight playing um and, and it was just we we all won last night. We weathered the storm and we came out with you know a, a once in a lifetime memorable. We all did it together. I wonder if any schnooks left during that break. If so, I feel bad for them. Um, oh. su- super special night. And you know, if I turn the clock back to thinking about how much doubt I had, you know, after lead up or after mm. flow down, especially during the extended break, um, and, and to how they recovered. And delivered something special on what was a special night for me that I put a lot of effort into. Um, last night was just everything, goose.
2: Yeah, amazing, very well put, uh, as always. Neil, you got anything on the encore? Uh,
0: just want to say that seven two six now looks like it's starting to be a regular rotation song. So two short gaps on the last two plays, actually three over time. So this is you know this is exciting stuff because this is a song that doesn't get played all that often, it is an amazing song. It's one of their better ballads. Mm -hmm. uh, and doesn't get played enough. Um, You know, Cough, Not Alone, also. Yes. Um, Like, what the hell? Like, play the song more, please. Mm -hmm. Uh, We only got that twice. But uh, in any case, back to 726. It may be becoming a, a, a regular rotation song, which if it is, I'm really excited. There was a stretch there last year where it looked like it was going to be and they were like, nah. Well,
2: looking at the <laughs> looking at the show gaps, it like comes in waves, you know, twenty twenty one through the beginning of twenty twenty two, like it was being played very, very regularly. And then it was on random, track panel, yep. Yeah, and then random 15 show gap. And then, you know, like last year it wasn't played for 20 shows at one point. And then, you know, from October to the cap it wasn't played again, which is another twenty show gap. So it's coming in waves. Um, I so saw hopefully... it once through
4: my first forty five shows and three times in the last five.
2: Oh well. nice. There you go. There you go. Amazing. Um, we did, we did forget the bathroom recap, uh, the, the bathroom, um, you know, not as nice as the, as, uh, the Elm bathroom or, or the Met bathroom, I will say. Um, but down in the basement, um, of, of the Paramount theater, um, you know, I, I, I just went before the show. Um, no complaints, you know, no line. It was, pretty solid bathroom you guys have any different experiences in the bathroom last night
3: so
1: i went where
3: we were ryan i went up behind us oh yeah and it was like a secret nobody knew there was stuff up there so no issues in and out and
2: there's no bathroom up there for anybody who's going tonight don't try to go up there because there's nothing worth your time um definitely (laughs) not just trying to keep it empty (laughs) (laughs)
3: Uh, well, no, there's, no, there's no issues. I mean, the Paramount's it's a big venue, so mm-hmm. yeah,
4: yeah. So we're in Pearl Jam City here, aren't we? Anybody else praying for a Pearl Jam cover? Put, or put one? it out there, put it out I, there. I have so many times. <laughs> <laughs> there we maybe, go. Yeah. Maybe
3: a play on oceans and your ocean, right? I don't
2: know,
4: sure, done. Anything, there's a lot of it. Pearl Any
2: teas even for Comito, you know. I want to watch you jump like 20 feet in the air if they do. I want to watch Rick
4: try and figure out the words to yellow lead better. That's fucking (laughs) what I want to watch.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, I think a a power hour recap here uh, as we cross the one hour mark. Uh, Thank you, Sean and Camito for being on today. This has been a lot of fun breaking down quite an interesting experience from last night. Uh, Looking forward to seeing you both again in a few hours as we get back at it for what is hopefully going to be a proper two set show tonight, ready for some more goose. Yes,
3: sir. I'll be on the floor tonight.
2: Ooh, have fun down there. <laughs> have fun. I had my uh, rest
3: night last night. Time to get back to the, to the craziness tonight.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Find me in the sweet spot,
3: which is the
2: same you, you were last
4: night. Second row center.
2: Nice. He will have a scarf on his head.
4: Okay. And a Knicks jersey. And oh, up 3-1 over the Cavs. Next jersey sports.
2: tonight? What, 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 do you, what will you be wearing second set?
4: Well, it, it's, I changed the t-shirt under the jersey. Ah. So, uh, got it. Got it. The, the, the jersey is really there for people like you for when you try and hug me at set break. There's an extra layer between <laughs> you and the disgustingness that has developed <laughs> over the course of an hour's worth of work.
2: <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. Well, Neil, you got anything else to add?
0: Uh it's gonna be another banger tonight. That's that's my suspicion. So get ready.
3: Better take a nap. Big creatures on tap. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Creatures creatures was on the creatures was on the set list last night and didn't make it. was
4: and it's been due. I feel like we
3: should add creatures in Boise, but that seemed like a better venue. But we'll see.
4: Anything's possible. You know, maybe
2: maybe we'll get another thatch. Who knows? Well, we'll be back here, same place. 3:30 uh, Eastern tomorrow, 12:30 Pacific. We will be recapping tonight's show uh, as we hit the road, heading down to Eugene uh, for Tuesday night. Um, everybody, have yourself a fantastic day. Of course, as always, let us know your favorite parts of last night's show and what you are hoping to hear tonight on social media at AAT GoosePod. Tag us. Let us know. We love talking and starting conversations. Have yourselves a fantastic rest of your day and night, and we'll see you tomorrow.
1: Hey, music fans. We wanted to let you know about Music on the Mountain, a show that will feature Anders Osborne, Dogs in a Pile, and Saints and Liars. This show will be directly after the Divided Sky Foundation's fun run at 2 p.m. on Saturday, May 18th at the base of Akemo Mountain in Ludlow, Vermont.
4: Sometimes
0: the story is the best song.